This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. And we are back for another edition of the Rick and Johnny Podcast right here on Most Valve Podcast. You want to stop shop for gaming, entertainment, superhero. Basically, we nerd out for about an hour, sometimes more than an hour. Sometimes. We just basically have a big old nerd fest, and we enjoy having you guys in for the discussion and the nerd fest as well. Got some big topics today talking about Hero 27 is here. Let's be honest, I completely forgot that a Hero 27 was coming. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's because right now my gaming world has been rocked and shook and controlled by Monster Hunter World. Like, True. that's all I've been involved with so for, I, that's since what you've it been came telling out. Me, yeah. I gotta give Overwatch some love. I gotta go back to it one day. I think I missed the Lunar event. Is that still going on? Yeah, I completely you, you, missed it's it. Getting, it's getting down to the tail end of it. Though. Okay, so I you got, better get your loot box. I gotta get on there to get that. Loot I got box. that. I got the new Farah skin. Yes, I need to get. My, I got it. The, the one day. I want is the Genji skin. So I, I got that go one too. On actually, I've, I've got. I just like, gotta see if I can get them. I've got like everything except for uh, the the old Reinhardt one. Yes, and not really cared about the May because I don't play yeah. May. That's the one where he has the uh, the like. The, the oh, arc, it's like a arc blade. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's called either. I That's to, why I'm trying to describe it. I'm and to audio listeners, I'm just like moving my finger back and back forth. forth in a crescent shape. But we're talking about Brigette. I just learned how to say it, and then I forgot it. It's going to be an interesting Brigette, yeah. one for Brigette. Something but like that. Talking about her, our first impressions. Then we're going to move into an entire DC show. Flashpoint gets its directors. Going to talk about that. We kind of have an idea, maybe, of who could be playing. We know Cheetah's coming yes. for Wonder Woman 2. We have but speculations who will be on playing who. her because right now they're saying Christian Wig. However, nothing is set in stone. We're going to go ahead and talk about that. Before we get into it, though, a little bit of housekeeping. I'll make this short. Number one, patreon.com backslash most valid podcast. $10. You get to join a podcast. $1. You get a exclusive podcast from, a, from us. Helps support the show. Second, store link in the description. You want one of these MVP t-shirts? Go ahead and click on that link. Third off, if you're on iTunes, go and give the Rick and Johnny podcast a five-star rating. And last but not least, go ahead and bookmark mostvaluablepodcast.com. That's your one-stop shop for everything that MVP puts out each and every day. MVP? See the put? P there? I already went into put. So MVPUT. M- MVP see, we, we're, re, we're uh, redoing everything. Yeah, it's we're MV redoing. It's MVPUTS. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> MVPUTS.com. But no, MVP. That's what we put out each Be and every careful, day. Be careful, that could get wrong, bad Yeah, it could quick. get really bad real quick. Slippery slope. But Johnny, what we're going to talk about is Overwatch. We're talking about Hero yes, 27. Haven't done one of these in a while. No, we haven't. Um, well, not since Moira. Not since Moira. We have now Brigitte. And just to go over really quick before we go into everything and I kick it to you, let me just put out the what she's going to be. So she's going to be a one-star difficulty, meaning she should be easy, Fairly to, easy to wrap s- your head around. Yeah. Um, she's going to be a support character, and what she'll have is number one. Actually, she's a tank with support qualities. Well, she's under the support category. Really? That's what I thought lo- she was under the tank category. I'm looking right now at the, and it should be on the screen. I'm going to put that up mm-hmm. of the layout in front of you, and it says support. Hmm. So she is technically a support character with tank That's qualities, weird. I would say. She's got her rocket flail, yeah. which goes out in front, and she can hit people with it. She's going to have her ultimate of rally, which she'll be able to move faster and provide armor for near nearby allies. 
She'll have her repair pack that heals allies, and any healing over the maximum health provides armor to whoever she throws it on. She's going to have her whip shot, which launches the flail forward to knock an enemy away from you. She'll have her shield barrier, which she'll be able to put out and put right in front of her. It'll only be the width Just of her. her, though. And then she'll have her shield bash, which is a, a it's available when barrier shield is deployed, dash forward and knock back and stun an enemy. And then she'll have her passive of inspire, mm-hmm. which is striking enemies with your flail heals nearby allies. So, Johnny. What do you think of Brigitte now that we have her? Um, well, that's weird that they it's saying that she's being considered mm-hmm. support because what I was a for I was watching a bunch of gameplay as soon as mm-hmm. she came out because I want to know what I'm getting into when I yeah. try her out because obviously I'm gonna try her out as soon as she comes out because she what what I was hearing is she is majority tank with support qualities mm-hmm. because you have the the high life I mean more like around I think it's around Arisa's where she's a four hundred. Uh, she's in that lower range of tank life. Yeah. That's because she got tank. She's can self heal. And it's, I would think in a sense, mm-hmm. um, with the, cause she sends out an aura to well, the rest of her teammates. As long as I she's would, doing damage, I would say, um, er, um, as long as she's doing damage, she's kind of healing her teammates. The reason why she's more support and like, even I'm looking at, uh, people playing PTR and she's under the support category yeah. is you're not going to pick. You're not going to pick her for, oh, we need another tank. You're going to pick her because of what she can provide you with what she has healing. Like, the armor pack, from what I hear, is supposed to be kind of like how Zenyatta has his orbs. Yeah, exactly. It's It's over time. Not just that. I can throw it on you. Yeah. So you'll be ahead. It'll come up. Hit the button. Boom. I throw that armor pack to you. Yeah, it's even got— Armor pack or heal, depending on how— Low what, you are, where, yeah, and what it's it's supposed to be like Zenyatta's, where it's got the little hit box ish mm-hmm. type thing where it pops up if the teammates yeah. by you throw it on mm-hmm. them. Yeah, no, and but uh, the gameplay I would been watching on the few people, mm-hmm. um, one or two of them actually described it as you play her more as a tank with support qualities, kind of like Moira, mm-hmm. and uh, one of one of the guys I know we we both yeah. know uh, we call him Drac. Mm-hmm. He plays. He's a support flex, honestly. Yeah. As he's become more of a support flex over mm-hmm. this time. Um, he plays a lot of Moira now that the Mercy nerves have happened. Mm-hmm. and Or buffs. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, so, buff nerves. And nerves. It is nerves. I'm flipping around. He stopped playing them. If they were he buffs, stopped, he'd be playing more. Yeah, he, he, played, he plays a little bit less Mercy because mm-hmm. obviously you're just going to get yourself killed. Yeah. So he plays more Moira, and she's he still played her as... A support, but obviously Moira can DPS. Yeah, and that's how I think so. Brigitte is going to be. Where I think what you were saying, flip them. Not she's a tank with support qualities. She's a support with tank qualities. Because here's the thing: if I need a tank and I need something just for tank purposes, yeah, you're not going to pick Brigitte. What you're going to do is, hey, we need a healer, or hey, we would like a healer early on. And the thing that'll be interesting with her is because she will have those tank-like qualities, like with the um, just being able to do things and with the Inspire and the Rally, she's a support character to where as Zenyatta's on the outside going tink, 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 you've got Mercy kind of flying in between people to where it's like, I'm a squishy, I don't want to get hit, Mm -hmm. to where Brigette has that thing to where she's the brute force. Of the support cast where I'm going to be in the thick of things in the fight with you 
but I'm a support character. I'm healing you guys with every hit that I throw. I'm going to throw out an armor pack here. I've got my shield where, yeah, it only covers me, but if you get right behind me, yeah, that will actually it work. will guard you. And but, then, more importantly, her rally, which not only makes her move faster, it'll and, provide armor to everyone around her. Now, I want to. The only reason I'm still going to make this argument to mm-hmm. me is because of the, what I was saying is the people that have played it yes. actually stated it's better to use her as mm-hmm. a tank with he, with support qualities yeah. because she is more of a tank than anything. Yes, mm-hmm. she heals people around her, but only if you're damaging well, enemies. And that's the thing. Like she's If you're not, not damaging enemies, you're not healing people yeah, around you. And that's the thing. She's not going to be Mercy. No. Like she's not Mercy, be Mercy. Mercy's she's, the true healer. Yeah. She's not going to be Mercy, not but gonna she's be Lucio. not going to be... Like, maybe it might be similar to, like, an Ana. Maybe. Now that I I'd think about that. Because be... Ana can do damage, but Ana also, hey, I'm going to shoot my teammate and heal him. It's sort of like um, combo if you're going to just if you're gonna mm-hmm. just talk um, supports. Yeah. It's kind of like Lucio and Zenyatta. Mm-hmm. Throw heals on people. You can do damage Zenyatta as well. Zenyatta, too, because uh, Zenyatta Lucio, does good damage. Lucio, you got that ring of mm-hmm. everything happening. So if you're in that that radius, yeah. you're being healed or you're being boosted. And then point what, is she's gonna be in the thick of things. She is. She's not one that's gonna sit outside and then heal people. It's hey, I'm actually in the battle healing yeah, you. Exactly. While I'm you're not it. staying in the back lines yeah. healing everyone. Mm-hmm. Now the one thing I've told my the other two I play with, mm-hmm. I'm this I'm kind of more of and I'm becoming more and more of it. I'm becoming the tank flex mm-hmm. with a little bit of DPS in there. Mm-hmm. And so well I out of my top five, three of them are tanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's what I'm gonna do is I'm probably gonna use her as I told them as a combo of Diva and Reinhardt. Yeah. At, for now, and obvi- obviously I'm gonna work and make sure I'm doing the throwing the um, armor out because I've been doing some Torb as well. Mm-hmm. Don't shame me for that, please. I beg you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. Doing, it was mostly for uh, the capture the flag one. I well, everyone else is running out because they I'm recently make, made changes to that too. Yeah, they did. Um, they there's a in the arcade version. There's capture the flag, but it's only the new map Ataya or something. Mm-hmm. Pronounce I don't remember 100 percent how to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, but while everyone's out there, I put up a Tarbjorn turret or I play Symmetra and I throw a bunch of little turrets around and protect that flag. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I'm looking so. at right now that I wanted to bring up was her health. Yes. Because right now I'm looking um, online, and the only thing we can go off of mm-hmm. is for her what she has on the hit points. And on the screen, when you play her, it says 250, but about two bars of that 250 is armor. So the thing you got to also look at, too, is let's say you're going to play her like you said. Hey, I'm a tank with healing qualities. The thing that's going to go into that is, is she going to have the most hit points of a tank? No, she's not. Because you look at it where I'm going to go down the tanks. Diva has about 400 with 200 armor. That's 600 total. You have Orisa has 200 base with 200 armor. So 400 total. Reinhardt has 500 total with 200 of that being armor. Roadhog just has 600 600 straight. Um, Winston is 500 with a hundred of that being armor. And then Zarya has 400 with 200 of that being a shield. So if you look at Brigette, she's got the lowest total of the tanks, 
And part of that 250 is armor. So her regular health pool is going to be much lower than... Oh, yeah, definitely. But um, what comes into play in that is if that aura also mm-hmm. has self-heal, which I have to look into that and see if You're it talking does. about the... Um, the well, passive ability, the of passive inspire. ability of inspire, yeah, yeah. If that, because um, all we have is striking enemies um, with your flail heals nearby allies. Yes, if it also heals yourself, kind of mm-hmm. like Lucio's. Yeah, he's got, the aura doesn't heal just everyone else; it also mm-hmm. heals you. Yeah, if it does it to her, then that's where that comes back in. It's like it just mm-hmm. you're doing damage; it's healing you back up. And I wonder if, and just for I should have said this at the beginning, sake of um, argument. Both you and I have not been able to play her. No, because of the PTR. Because we're, con- we're console gamers. You're on Xbox. I'm on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So we won't be able to play her until she basically goes live. I get PC Master Race, but I love my uh, PlayStation 4. The thing that I wonder is if, hey, you know, we're not going to let that Inspire heal you or heal you as much because you have the shield. Yeah, you can throw down, You can throw down the shield and that helps you. Oh, then or the, if they'll eventually change it with um, changes down the road of like, hey, you know what? We need to have this heal her a bit. Ah, we don't need to have this healer. Because, yeah, I mean, I was reading one, and again, I have to re- actually read through the article. This mm-hmm. is like right before we started the show. Yeah. Nerfs already on the P- um, PTR for yeah. her. I'm like, they're already ner- uh, nerfing her. Nerfing her. I'm like, wow, okay. I mean, it's well, quick, it, but that's what it's for, I right? Rather, I rather have... Because that's what you said. That's exactly what the PTR is for. Yeah. And I like how Jeff and company have gotten smarter with things. Yeah. Because you go back to, and this was before you were in the game, Johnny, when you go back to Anna, when she was announced the first new hero, mm-hmm. just threw her, I think they might have put her on the PTR a little bit, but for the most part, threw her right into action. Everything. And wow. it's like playing competitive, everyone wanted to play her. In every match, everyone wanted to play the new character, whereas now they've gotten smarter. Not just are they on the PTR first for a while. It's, hey, we're going to throw her into the game, but you can't play her in competitive at first. We're going to then let people get used to get playing to her. Used to playing her off of competitive and then move her into competitive. I mean, with that, too, figuring out how to counter her yeah. when she's new. Because you have to figure out how to counter characters when they knew. Mm-hmm. Like Moira, I'm still trying to figure out some things. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm a diva main, yeah. as of now at least. Um, I'm a diva main, and I found out I can swallow the balls. Yeah. That's a way, bad way to put you that. You can swallow the ball, all the balls. <laughs> all all the, the balls. Yeah, Johnny. no, that orb she puts out of heal. I can swallow the healing one, but mm-hmm. like with a defense matrix. You like yellow and purple balls. It's okay. I know. As long as, <laughs> as long as those. No, um, Diva's defense matrix mm-hmm. basically eats both of those up. Yeah. But now when she's actually against me right here with the stream, you I'm can't like, swallow I'm, I'm screwed because yeah. I'm like, I don't Other than if you can't, if Kirby, I can, you can't Kirby the blast. Exactly. Only the balls. Only the balls. You can't Kirby the blast. <laughs> yeah. So I have to uh, figure out how to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And basically, I just have to get my distance. Yeah. And then we'll, and Diva has that because you can just throw on the rocket jets. And yeah. Unless just you just run use away. them. Yeah. Unless you just <laughs> use them. Um, um, but, but then there's also the. Uh, Flip side of it is you learn how to, when mm-hmm. I say learn how to counter them, even their alts. Uh, learn now, how, let me ask you this yes, then. No. And I know that both of us haven't played Brigette or haven't played against her. No. Just looking at her loadout and everything, early on, using your Overwatch tactical mind, yes. what do you think could be some counters to Brigette? Counters to Brigette. I mean, let's see. 
So she's got the shield. She's got. I'm thinking Sombra with that. Just get a Sombra behind her. Packer. Boom. And then she I mean, can't use her repair pack. She can't use her rocket shield. Rocket flail. Well, she it, wouldn't be able to no, use I'm sorry, the whip shot. shot. She'd be able to use the rocket around. flail. Uh, no barrier shield. No repair packs. Mm-hmm. No uh, whip shot. Uh, no bash. No rally. But how many uh, times are you going to get a Sombra in the heat of the action to hacker i mean if you get someone that's good mm-hmm. at sombra then that i mean that's part of coordinating yeah. too it's like hey no hit her because mm-hmm. she's she's repairing everyone and she's also defending yeah. herself mm-hmm. um i mean any f- if you get a decent flank um mm-hmm. we got drac again um he's a second his first mercy was his main mm-hmm. uh tracer's his second yeah you get a good tracer Especially tracers and inter- tracer and Genji are interesting ones. That I was actually thinking about yeah, because flankers. The only thing she has to stop those two, mm-hmm. and right now just looking at everything, kind of seems like a lucky shot to me. Is oh, there's a tracer running around. Let me put up my shield and knock it back. Yeah, like that's all you have against those flanking characters. Another thing I think about because I mainly play Farah is. You know how, like, everyone is like, oh, well, there's a Torb turret. Farah, get on that. Yeah. If there's a Farah, hey, you playing Farah, get the hell on that turret. Um, I wonder if it's going to be a similar thing with Brigitte. Like, hey, Farah, we need you to target Brigitte. However, the thing that I think about is with that rocket flail, since Mm -hmm. it's going out in distance, or even that whip shot. How far the distance is going to be with, like, my positioning as a far player, how am I going to have to position because I don't want it to be, oh, I'm shooting at her, and then they just turn and boom, Rocket hit flail me with you. that f- that flail, and I'm dead. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, you'll got you have to find out what the distance mm-hmm. is when she finally comes out like, there. Like, that's how, like you were saying, Moira affects you. That's how I think Brigette could affect me as a far player. Yeah, no, I can understand that because I play a little mm-hmm. bit of far myself, too. Um so, I mean, yeah, I can get that because even like the Torbjorn Tour, you have to figure out what your distance, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to figure out how to hide. Yeah, that too. Uh, my other thing with her is I'm, I mean, I'm going to have to figure out the best way um, as a tank duel. You, mm-hmm. I don't, I think you've probably been through that at least at some point. Yeah. Tank v tank. And it's just mm-hmm. whoever gets the most damage off, uh, basically off the bat. No, and that's exactly it. And I am excited to play her. Same. I can't wait until she comes live for us because neither of us are on. PC and I don't even think Dave um, has tried played her. her. I know Dave has Overwatch on uh, PC, PC, but he hasn't tried it yet. I don't, I don't think so. I don't okay. know if Dave has played Overwatch. I know that uh, he was saying Monster Hunter World was uh, becoming a chore for him um, when I play. When <laughs> we'll I talked to, uh, to him last, we'll night. have to push him into play like maybe an hour Burgett for us so we yeah. can get some ideas. Yeah, maybe because like neither of us play PC. On yet. PC, we're console Should, gamers. I might be soon. Any final thoughts on Brigette before we move on into the DC podcast? Like I said, I am super excited to try her out. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as uh, ever, some other people may say, I'm going to try her as like I'll try her sort too. of tank. We'll I'm going gonna, gonna to try her sort of tank. I'm going to make her, like I said, I'm going to make her a diva mm-hmm. Reinhardt combo and see how that goes. Well, and that's a thing where I'll adjust. Obviously, let's play. Like let's try her, and you can use her for whatever you think yeah. works best. Like, oh, yeah. obviously, you're not going to use her as a damage source, no. like a DPS. I'm but not going to DPS with her at all, and she's not going to be a flank either. If you want to try to be more tanky with her, you got to try it. The health pool to me is what I think is going to be interesting, yes. because she's going to have... If you treat her like a tank, 
she's got the lowest pool of health. Yes. And that's 250 with armor. So, I mean, what's her base going to be without armor? It's two bars, so whatever the math is for that, you guys can do that for us. But let us know what you guys think. If you've either played her on the PTR, you haven't, let us know what you think of the new Hero 27 for Overwatch down below in the comments section. We'll be back with this topic uh, at Hero 28, right? But, Johnny, let's move on into our next topic. And like I mentioned, it's basically the DC podcast from here on out. Yep. Basically, the DC podcast, and really quick, I was going to save this to the end, Oop, almost dropped. but I'm going to do this at the beginning of the Flashpoint topic. Real quick, thoughts on the Shazam the, the Shazam costume? Yeah, I was doing my little <laughs> Harry Potter here. <laughs> thoughts on the Shazam costume? We got our first look at Shazam this week. Yeah, you week. showed me. I think it's interesting. Um, I would like to see from the front or something, yes. and maybe a little more detail. It looks very comic booky. Yes, it does. Which I am excited about. Also... Like Xavier Woods said on one of the podcasts I was listening to, because there's Christmas trees in the yeah. background, very Power Man. Are we getting a Jingle All the Way remake with uh, Shazam? Love it. I love Jingle All the Way. But what we are Great looking movie. at is the Flash. We're looking at Flashpoint. We talked about before, hey, they've got their writers. But now they have their directors. And spoiler alerts, it's the writers. The writers are going to be directing because guess what? The writers we talked about in Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly before, they wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. They also directed, did not put this correlation together, they also directed a movie that we reviewed last week in Game Night. Really good movie. You should go see it. Well, these guys, because of those two movies, writing Spider-Man, directing Game Night, they're now writing and directing the Flashpoint movie. The Flash. Flashpoint movie is DC getting there is is are they getting it right Johnny they making the right choice with uh Goldstein and Daly they may be getting their shit together you think so maybe at huh. least with this movie what do you think about well this? I mean you let's look at both those movies mm-hmm. and I'm even gonna go with the um point out with the aspect of what we, uh our what we've reviewed yeah Spider-Man we both gave it fives mm-hmm. um thought it was great and it was and really game night we both gave it fours Think we both I'll, gave it. I'll double check because I have them. Written yeah, in I Google think we sheet. both gave it either. I think we both gave it fours. Mm-hmm. I don't which, think you gave it a five. No, um, no, we both gave it fours. It was mm-hmm. a really, really good movie. Yeah, I would we go, did. I would it, go it, see it again. It was both a four. Yeah, so I would go see it again. It was hilarious and nice twists. Mm-hmm. In both of those feelings of those movies, I could think would work perfectly with the Flash. Yeah. Now I'm not like a DC guy like you. I'm not mm-hmm. a Flash fan like Dave. But from the, my knowledge of The Flash, I can see all that working really well with Barry Allen. I'm kind of curious to see what Dave thinks because Dave was one of those, in, in case you're new to a Rick and Johnny, Dave, he he didn't like The Flash from Justice League. No, he did not. He thought that it was not true to the comics. And the thing that I'm hearing is that originally the Flashpoint movie was supposed to be Hey, here's Barry against the Rogues. Oh, wait, here's some Reverse Flash. Where I'm hoping, but I'm not totally confident in... Because think about Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. The Flash and Spider-Man are very similar. They're the comedic person of the group. Younger. They both have, they're both younger. They both have tragedy in their life. Um, they both have like that... Like in the movies, like Tony Stark for Spider-Man Homecoming... Barry Allen's dad in this one, they both have that father figure that's kind of trying to push them along yeah. as Barry's is from a different perspective, obviously, 
than Spider-Man's, even Spider-Man without Tony Stark. It's the kind of Uncle Ben and that kind of, even though Uncle Ben can't talk to him, he's still there to, in thought, kind of influence what he does and protecting Aunt May and stuff like that. But really, I like, like, on paper... I like this. It's kind of like I'm going to relate it to sports. It's like when a team signs a bunch of free agents and you're like, man, on paper, this team should win the championship. And then they don't. Like, that's still a possibility here. But I'm going off of what we've seen already. Mm -hmm. Love Spider-Man Homecoming. I'll be honest, a little biased because Spider-Man's my favorite Marvel Marvel hero. hero. I really liked Game Night. And what I'm thinking is... If they can directing wise, not screenplay wise, we've already talked about that, but directing wise, if they can pull out the same kind of um, what what's the word I'm looking for? Not kind of traits, but the good aspects, the positive aspects from their actors. Like mm-hmm. you look at the cast from Game Night. Yeah, they're all pretty good. At, like they're all good actors. Like Fellman's, Bateman, McAdams. But part of me looks at that movie now and goes, were these directors also good enough to, hey, I'm going to pull this out of this actor. Yeah. I'm going to pull these traits out and kind of, because the director is, I have, the director is the image for everything and it's their job to pull out of the actor what they want for their movie. What's even nice though now is since they're the writing and directing it. Yes. Then they've, what they've, they've what got they've control written, over both. Yeah, they well they, what they've written, they can try and pull out the actors now mm-hmm. saying this is exactly what I imagine. This no, is what is no written. No misunderstandings exactly. at all. Exactly. There's no misunderstandings between mm-hmm. the writing and director yes. because they are all the same thing now. And you don't you can have a deal where um usually like, oh, you know, let's change this line. Ah, wait, I gotta, I gotta ask the writers. Basically, they can go, we wrote it. No, change it. We're, we're doing that. Try this. We're doing that. Yeah. And they could do that because it's like they own the screw, not own, but like they own it because it's their thought. Yeah. They so they have the create. I'm assuming DC would give them the creative liberty to change, change up what the they script. wrote. Yeah. yeah. But seeing as they wrote it, here's what I want to ask you though. Yes. Going back to what I said with. Oh, what I heard, it's the rogues and then reverse flash is kind of in there. Mm-hmm. What would the story be for you if you're doing Flashpoint? Would you do a exact carbon copy of like the animated movie or the comic book? Or would you, hey, we're going to take aspects of this and kind of change it a little bit? I would say at least stay the general course and mm-hmm. like it's the original, the normal Barry Allen and light, the life and the fl- uh, reverse flash has taunted him enough to the point where he goes to change mm-hmm. it. Uh, by the way, spoilers if none of you have seen any of this or yes, read any of it real quick before I, before I finish yeah. it. Basically, yes, Flashpoint Paradox. Bro. Spoilers. Um, but what I would say is go with that where he goes to save his mother, mm-hmm. changes the whole timeline. Atlantis is at war with Amskara. Mm-hmm. Um Superman had been captured and super thin. Uh, yeah, super thin Superman. Batman is Thomas Wayne. I want Thomas Wayne. I want I it he, all. I want it all. I want it all. I do. I truly do. Like, I want it all. I feel like the only thing that, like, the only thing you can. I don't want to say like, oh, change this, change that, but the one thing that I wouldn't do is the way the animated movie started. Yeah. I wouldn't do that because obviously it wouldn't fit in the DCU where it's like the rogues were robbing the Flash Museum 
and then they trap the flash and like that goo and he can't yeah, you'd vibrate have to change, out of you'd it. You'd have to definitely change that because obviously you're... Mm-hmm. You don't have a Flash museum. He's not that and, high up of a superhero yet. And really, you got to, like, the one thing you have to set up in the beginning mm-hmm. for me in the Flashpoint is you got to give Barry the reason to go back. And yeah. part of me feels like as soon as the previews end and the movie starts, give me a scene with young Barry and his mom. Yeah. Kind of like how they did in the graphic novel of the whole scene with. Um, him and his mom, they're driving and their car breaks down. They're on the side of the road. Give me a scene like, doesn't have to be that exact thing. Give me a scene like that. Set me up with Mary, Mar, Barry, not Mary, Barry and his mom, because that at its core is Flashpoint. The whole point is I want to go back in time if I stop my mom from being murdered, then my mom's alive, my dad's out of jail, and everything will be fine. Now, as of yet, I know there's no even, like, hints at him having time-traveled yet, right? In the anything we've had with Flash so far? There is. There is. The only thing we know right now is what we saw in BVS. Yes. Where he comes back, Bruce, No, I'm saying, though, that the, the that, the, like, that the Flash himself knows, at, like, our current Flash knows mm-hmm. he can time travel. No. There's that, no I didn't so, get that inkling in so Justice League. Well, well, at least, I wouldn't say, because, like, he's not going to just automatically think, I'm going to try and run and try mm-hmm. and go back in time. You have to have something that, like, shows him that, oh, shit, I can time travel. He's got to figure out that. Well, maybe that's it. I mean, that could be the way he does it, is mm-hmm. he happens to go back to that time and... Because you can't have it to where it's like, boom, I can time travel. He's got to figure it out. The thing, too, that makes it not tricky but interesting is the fact that the Flash and the Flashpoint paradox Mm -hmm. is totally different than the Flash we have now. And it's not just the criticisms that I know Dave has. It's just where they are in their Flash careers. Yes. Where in Flashpoint Paradox, the animated series, the Flash is the Flash. Mm-hmm. And he knows about the speed force, and he doesn't have to question anything. Whereas the Barry Allen we have right now, even in Justice League, it was like, "Hey, I'm still learning things." Fairly, like I'm still trying to. Still. I'm trying to wrap my head around these powers that I have. Yeah. These running really fast um, powers that I have. That to me is, I'm wondering where the rogues play. This is what I would do. Yeah, the rogues play a. Um, play a part in the beginning, kind of where the beginning. Give me a scene with his mom mm-hmm. to kind of set everything up. But it's one of those things set where up the we feels. we saw it and it's gone. Set up the feels to where you're like, I wonder if that's going to come back later, which it will. Yeah, but obviously we're going to set up the feels, like you said. Then right after that scene, Barry's in the action against the rogues. Yeah, like something in in um the city where. The rogues are doing something. He's got maybe he's got to stop Captain Colt or uh, Mirror Man or something, or a combination, or a combination. Then it kind of like the first part of the movie is him learning learning about these powers. Obviously, you're gonna have other people from the Justice League in this movie. I don't know if you have them in there. Maybe you do. Maybe you have like because Flashpoint's all about the. Honest, like the thing that I loved most about it, you saw the characters at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You saw how they changed when Barry changed the timeline. Then you saw them again at the end. Yeah. 
And that's I think you need that. So I would have the characters in there in the beginning at some point, then have him change everything. However, the um, how he learns about the speed force to change time. Maybe he's just in his lab, and he's like, "Holy crap! What if I try this? I can try to go back in time." And then he tries to do it. That fucks everything up, obviously. And then it's like you learn about, oh, the reverse flash. Like, who's this guy? What What's he doing? And then you get the reverse flash in there to be the main villain throughout the rest of the movie. What I was going to throw out. And Thomas Wayne. And Thomas Wayne. Um, what I was going to throw Only out. Only if it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. It's Jeffrey Dean Morgan or bust. Yeah. Hashtag, or else I don't want him. Hashtag Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh, is I don't, Thomas I don't Wayne. Wanna, I don't want a half-ass product. You hear what I'm saying, DC? I don't want a half-ass product. But go ahead with what you were um, going to say. Switch it up a little bit. He doesn't, like test it out in his lab or find out in his lab. Mm-hmm. He's going up against the rogues. I mean, we can push it down the timeline where he's, mm-hmm. okay, now that he's become a hero sort of like, yeah. now that he's got the taste for saving people and uh-huh. knows like what to do, he's already been doing this for a little bit now. He's mm-hmm. gone up against Captain Cold by himself, um, against Mirror Master, or Mirror, it's Mirror Master, right? I think so. Um, anyways, he's gone up against him by himself. Uh, Heat Wave, I think, is one. Yep. Um, gone against him by himself, but he yeah, has a mirror master a mirror master. Okay. That's what I thought. So what he's going to do now is that they all team up at some point. They, all the villains team up in some combination, right? Mm-hmm. So this is, this is the fight that he has, like we get in, thrown into in a sense. Is it weird that both the directors were talking about now that their superhero experience is going to be with two guys who their villains are either the rogues or rogues. Because Spider-Man, what do they call his villains? The rogue of villains. Like, his rogues of villains. Sinister um, Six. Well, Sinister Six, <laughs> no, but group. I'm talking about the yeah, I know. entire rogue catalog is like the that. rogue cat. Yeah, the rogue gallery. gallery for Spider-Man. That just clicked in my head. Like, That's weird. Holy crap. Like, yeah. both of them are... Weird correlations. It's v- uh, very weird. Um, But no, what I'm saying is during, like, that fight... Gorilla like, Grodd. Yeah. I don't know if we'd get a Gorilla Grodd. That'd be, like, Pied Piper. Yeah. Trickster. Trickster. I would say more so, like, Captain the, Boomerang. Yeah, Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Let's, come on. <laughs> yes. Please. We saw him in Suicide Squad. Let's recast... <laughs> Captain Boomerang. Actually, no, I like that Captain Boomerang. Yeah, I was going to say he wasn't. No, he was good. I was thinking about someone else. You're thinking about the Joker. No, well, that too. (laughs) And then, like, the guy with the the knots and stuff like that. The knots. Killed off real quickly. Oh, yeah. He's dead. Yeah. The guy that got his spoilers. um, Got his head blown off trying to run away. At this point, if it's spoilers, that's your fault. Yeah. For (laughs) For the first Suicide Suicide Squad. Squad. Oh, man. We're not. We're not. Spoiling Suicide Squad 2, though, that's completely different. Exactly. Uh, but what I was, why they're making I was that. saying, during that fight, mm-hmm. maybe something goes awry, and he's like, has maybe one villain he's just has mm-hmm. run it as fast as he can and just start like, and, or just boom. And he's, where'd he go? Yeah. Where did he go? Exactly. And well, that's what I'm saying, like the electricity. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom. And he just disappears. Like 20 minutes, 20 seconds or something before that. Just mm-hmm. like just the amount of time like to switch everything up because he yeah. like to know like, oh, shit. This has already happened. Mm-hmm. And that's when Barry finds out I can time travel. Then what you could also do is I like that. I'm going to play off of it. Yep. Go for he's it. He's doing something. He's running really fast. Boom. Where did he go? Now he's in an alternate timeline, which you could set up the Jeffrey Dean Morgan Batman still. 
But how does he learn about everything then? Hmm. The reverse flash. So he's hear me out here. Okay. You're basically it's one of those movies where the hero is confused and they learn about what is happening through the antagonist, through the enemy. So he's in a new world. And then what you could do very much like what you did in the Flashpoint Paradox. Hear me out here. Oh, I got hear me out. To throw in there. He boom goes back and it's like, where am I? Boom. The new Joker. Like, and it's like, holy shit. What? Oh, there's Batman. Let me go help him. And then you get that scene with Thomas and Martha. They're not Thomas Martha yet. The new Harley Quinn. Yo-Yo. And, yeah, Yo-Yo and the uh, Thomas Wayne Batman. And then it's like, so after that, he learns then from Thomas Wayne where he is. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. And I got to kind of twist this a little bit. In the Flashpoint Paradox, when he goes back, you'd still do the thing of, I'm back. Wait, let me go run. What? Why am I not going? Where's my... He loses it. Yeah. You'd still have him lose it, correct? Yeah, exactly. Maybe, I would think so. Maybe it's like, boom, he's gone. And then he kind of like wakes up and it's like, where am I? Holy crap. Everything looks different. Kind of like he blacked out almost. Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing. Um but then you throw him into that. He learns from Thomas Wayne where he is. Holy crap. Does the whole Thomas Wayne thing to get his powers back. But then from um, from Thawne and the reverse Flash, throughout this process of the timeline he's in, he learns about the time travel part of it through after he gets his powers back going up against the reverse Flash. Because the reverse Flash is supposed to be stronger than Barry. Yeah. Well, faster. And, but. Yeah, faster and has time traveled many times before Barry has. I would switch up a little bit what you're saying. I would say the first time he does, mm-hmm. at least from what I'm getting what you're saying, first time he does it, accident, only like a few minutes yeah. of time travel. Mm-hmm. Realizes, oh shit, I can time travel. And then that's where it comes in the thing before. I is, would say he doesn't even realize it. He just, well, no. it's one of those things where he black blacks out but then wakes up in a different yeah, time. Yeah, but like Thomas Wayne isn't going to know. No, Thomas Wayne is telling him what time period he's in. Oh, like he learns from Thomas Wayne what's going on in the world, what universe am I in right yeah, now? Yeah, well, that would And that's where he figures out, "Holy crap, I'm not in Kansas anymore, Toto." Yeah, see that's what the vibe I was really yeah. getting from you with that. Um I would go with more of a Barry finds it out and goes, "Wait." And that's where it ties into that yeah. showing the mother and Barry thing uh-huh. is going, wait, like you can almost make it if you wanted, make it a memory well, he was having. Get this. And then go. Learns from Thomas Wayne just through talking about, wait, if I'm in a different timeline, that means, and then goes. To me. To try to see if his mom is there and his mom is alive. Well, my thing would more, I, again, I would make mm-hmm. it so Barry n- figures it out and yeah. then thinks about. Because that, that more so shows, like, mm-hmm. the same reasoning in Flashpoint Paradox yeah. and uh, maybe the comic. I don't Because if we go back to, and this is me just using the source material yeah. to throw it in there, comic in Flashpoint Paradox is when he travels back in time, he goes to the – because you have that classic scene where he's at the police station doing his normal job. Uh-huh. Oh, there's Iris. Like, let me re- – because him and Iris oh, were in a relationship. Got, got kids. Oh, crap. Like – she has kids and 
a husband? That's kissing. Not right? And then he walks outside and it's like, Mom? Like, that's the. Yeah, I remember that exactly panel happened. seeing Mom? Like, holy crap, you're alive kind of a thing? Mm-hmm. You have to have that same element some point in him going back. Like, holy crap, my mom's alive. Well, that's what hap- That's what happens in the mm-hmm. thing is he knows he's going back in time to save her. Yeah. Which is what I would think is like. So we're still going with the no or are we going with like what you threw out where he's going up against the rogues and then boom, he just goes back. No, my I, I didn't say that. What I said was. Because that's the vibe goes, I got off I, of What you. I said, he goes back like. A few minutes. So you're saying he learns about he it, learns and, about then it and, then and then looks into it to premeditate, like premeditate and save his yes. mom. Okay, that's what okay. I'm saying because now that, I'm on the same page. I thought you were saying he's going up against Captain Cold and through running, trying to well, run that's really why I fast. Said a few minutes back. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm. I was trying. I just went off of it. So okay. Yeah. So he, what it, he premeditatively is going to go back. Though. Yes, he okay. premeditative. What I'm saying is that first he does it like in that big fight with them. That's how he learns. He can learns. He can do it only a few it. minutes to like alter what happened. Yeah, and goes because like at that mm-hmm. point he's like, oh shit, he's gonna shoot this way. He's gonna shoot this way. Here's one thing I want to. And then ask. he's going to later on remember like that. The what I just mm-hmm. real quick at yeah. the end of this part, the thing you threw in the beginning I uh-huh. like because then you can make that a memory and then then you know he's thinking about his mom still. Well, also, you got the whole thing to play with, and they do this in the comics and stuff, of the longer he is there, yeah. the he more starts his forgetting things because then he's becoming a part of this new uh, multiverse. Yeah, multiverse. Yeah. He's becoming a, more of a part of it, so holy shit, I'm forgetting about everything that I'm doing. Then it makes Thomas want to send him back because, holy crap, I can't let him. For, I don't want Bruce's memory to be... Like, Bruce then dies in Thomas Wayne's mind because yeah. it's like, great, now you think he's dead too. Yeah. Because I think he's dead, but you actually know that he's alive. In another universe. One of the last things I want to ask you, though, yeah. is when it comes down to Wonder Woman and Aquaman's role in this, if Aquaman is in it, because I don't think right now, right now I think what they're thinking is Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman are all going to be in this because they have another movie on their contract. Hmm. Here's what I want to ask you. Okay. Do you go with, if it's you directing, you writing, if you're Goldstein or Daly, do you put in the Atlantis-Amazon war, or do you do something a little different with those characters? Because I love it. I would do it exactly, almost exactly the same. Give me that Amazon-Atlantis war. I, I would love, love the war. Just You don't have to go as scale as they did mm-hmm. in, the, in the, yeah. I'm going to just say Destroying the cartoon. Destroying London. I mean, you can have even that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just don't have to go as scale as like making to where it's the most dooms- of the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can, but you can make it a chunk of the movie. But I would love to have that war in there, even if it's like kind of in the background. Because mm-hmm. no, that was because like, the, the, the big part of that is the Flash. The Flash mm-hmm. should be the focal point of it. Also, it's how everything fucking changes with this. yes, yeah, and how you can really fuck up a timeline mm-hmm. with one change. Well, and also the thing that I like about this, and this will be the last point that I make, Mm -hmm. this movie done correctly can kind of reboot or yeah, it could reboot or retcon some stuff that maybe they want to change. Because one Mm -hmm. of the big things is the Nightwing movie that's on the back burner. They say they want to do a cyborg movie. They say 
they want to do the Batman. There's rumors of Matt Reeves leaving the Batman project. Joss Whedon just left the Batgirl project. Here's one last thing I want to ask you, and this is, I was listening to the Kind of Funny Morning Show Mm -hmm. with Greg Miller and Xavier Woods, and Greg Miller said something along the lines of, I hope I'm getting it right, and I hope I remember it right, of basically, I think it was maybe like Wonder Woman or Flashpoint or one of the movies, and he goes, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, right when they get to that movie, Mm -hmm. if they just announced, yeah, we're done. We're done making DC movies. We can't keep doing this. We're done. We might make like a Batman movie here, a Superman movie There's no movie more DCEU. No consistent Superman. Do you think we would ever get to that point with the DC to where they say, fuck it, the universe is dead? If they keep, like, if they don't get anything better than Batman, or not, well, that wouldn't have been a bad Batman one. Batman No. We've already gotten things better than that, Johnny. Um, no, if we don't get anything better than uh, Justice League, mm-hmm. if, like, they keep going down tier. Mm-hmm. Instead of like hitting it like Wonder Woman did or hitting it even like Justice League did, they may con- start considering that. It's like, you know what? We're not making the money we think we would on this. People are not enjoying this. We should probably just not make a universe. Mm-hmm. The joke I was going to make when you almost said better than BVS, I think I made <laughs> something better than that this morning when I went to the bathroom <laughs> when I woke up. But this is when you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. What do you think about the directors, the writers and directors, because now they're the same guys, for the Flashpoint movie, and what would you do for Flashpoint? Let us know down below in the comment section. But, Johnny, let's move on into our last topic, and what we're looking at here is a little Wonder Woman news. Just a little? Yeah, just a little. (laughs) There's usually when we talk about castings with DC, I have questions um, because of the decisions that they have made in the past, but it looks like that... For sure that Cheetah is going to be in Wonder Woman 2, but more importantly, it looks like DC may have found their leading role to play the villainous role for Wonder Woman 2. So, Mm -hmm. Cheetah going to be in the movie. Originally, the role was offered to Emma Stone. Emma Stone was apparently, and I'm looking at Screen Rant for that. Um, she was apparently offered the role first. She declined it. And the exact quote is per varieties, Justin Kroll, the role of cheetah was originally offered to Emma Stone as previously reported. But when the actress passed Jenkins, Patty Jenkins, the director of Wonder Woman one and now Wonder Woman two personally picked Christian Wig. So I want to ask you. The Marvel side of things, I know. I know I'm more the DC guy, but what do you think of this? Is Christian Wig really the right choice to play Cheetah? Um, Cheetah, the the actual villain with powers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I look at her roles; it's a lot of comedies. Um, and from what I, the comedies I've seen her in, she's more of that shy mm-hmm. type. Am I wrong? No, you're right. So, I mean, I could see her playing. From what I've seen her in, I can see her playing pre-Cheetah, like, you know, how she, what, she was an archaeologist or something like that. She, I believe so. Of some sort. Or, not really. Right now, I'm not really up to snuff with the Cheetah origin story. What the heck, Ricky? <laughs> You're supposed to be I just, a DC I just guy. know Cheetah and what she, like, how I've seen her because I've never seen an origin for her. But, yeah, she's, my big gripe with it is that 
yes, Cheetah has a certain comedy aspect to it. Yes, she does. To where it's kind of like it's she's got to have the right back and forth with Wonder Woman, where it's kind of like sure. not campy whips, but it's like being able to throw insults that are funny at a Wonder Woman, at a Diana. And right now, I don't think that. Christian Wig is the right role. That's what I think right now. I could be proven wrong. Maybe. I would be love to be proven wrong. I just don't think that because most of the comedic roles we've seen her in of recently have been, except for like Last Man on Earth, which is also a TV series. Most of the ones that I look at is she's going to be in How to Train Your Dragon three mm-hmm. animated, Despicable Me three animated masterminds well masterminds i was thinking a different one masterminds is not so masterminds and ghostbusters then are not animated but then she was in um sausage party which is animated so part of me feels like is is most of her comedic gold from the animated side but then also is she going to be able to have that mix of serious and comedy because like a masterminds or a Ghostbusters, not very serious. However, she has been, I want to say, she was in Mother, she was in The Martian. So she's had some experience in the serious side, but is she going to be able to kind of play both? She was also in Downsizing, which I heard is not very good of a movie. Yes, Bridesmaids as well. I'm just not sure that she is the right role, the right person for Cheetah, she may be able to hit the comedy side, but will she be able to hit that mix of serious and comedy and also look the part of Cheetah? Yeah, that's going to be the issue. I mean, that's something you and I also always talk about is like kind of looking your role at least. I mean, mm-hmm. just going to say it. Marvel's done a fantastic job of picking their character people mm-hmm. to play their characters. Well, I mean, and you could also do it like Andy Serkis to where... Like if yeah, you, you re- could, if you really needed to, you could basically Caesar him or Gollum him to where it's like, hey, you know what? We don't need you. We can CGI. It. But with DC and their uh, CGI, do you really trust that after Mustache Gate? <laughs> after Mustache Gate, do you really trust their uh, CGI uh, capabilities? No, not this. I didn't. I didn't notice it. I didn't Apparently, notice everyone it, else did. But I mean, if it's that big of a gripe, yes, I would I guess stay away uh, from the CGI if I was DC. as much as possible. I mean, they're going to have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're making someone look half cheetah. And like the thing that um, I was even thinking about is even like Emma Stone when like she passed on it. I don't even know if Emma Stone would have been the right right person to play Cheetah. Mm, I don't know. I just like both of them. I can see potential. Mm-hmm. They have some aspects of it, but like I said, I can see. I I don't know. Um, I guess the character's name before being Cheetah is called named Barbara Ann Minerva, mm-hmm. and then she is an archaeologist. I was right about that. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. um, I mean maybe she has like some of it of that aspect to her before she gets the Cheetah powers uh via something i forget what it is mm-hmm. um let's see barbara is able to transform into the cheetah and each man blah 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 well whatever it was um maybe she was had that like attitude beforehand and that cheetah thing obviously a lot of the villains when they have their accident it alters their mind too mm-hmm. look at um 
Poison Ivy. She was more timid beforehand, was she not? A little bit, yeah. Um, Before she learned to be Poison Ivy. Yeah. Um, or there's other ones, too. Um, I'm trying to think. So here's what I'm going through right now. Um, I am going to throw some people out at you. And yet when we do this, it's not going to be in a 100% stick. I am going to have to describe who some of these people are. But I am looking at the website is... BamSmackPow.com. They're from the fan-sided network. Okay. And they did an article of six other actresses they would like to see as Cheetah. And the first one that they have up, and the first name I'm going to throw out there, Mm -hmm. is Hema Artrenton. And you might know her from, she was in Prince of Persia. She was in Clash of the Titans. She was in Quantum of Solace, the James Bond film. Um, ones that she did recently, I think the recent big one was the, um, the Prince of Persia. So she hasn't been in anything huge since like 2010, maybe. What was the last name? It was Trent. It's A-R-T-E-R-T-O-N. She's the number, and I'm starting number one. She's the number one choice. They have her on the list. Number two, they go to Rebecca Ferguson, um, where she missed out. She was almost Black Widow. Um, she's her roles and she's Mission Impossible Rogue Nation um, is that one. They also have, and none of these I would say are huge names. They have Clarice Trenton, which uh, Max uh, Max Fury or Mad Max Fury Road, I believe. Mm. Um, Rosemond Pike. They have her on the list. She's best known for, I'm trying to look right now, Gone Girl. Um, You also have the last few, one's an MMA fighter, so I know that. This one we should all know, Kira Knightley. Mm. And then Gina Carano, I hope I said that right. Um, Basically, I believe she's an MMA fighter, I believe. But um, the former, yeah, the former MMA fighter made her acting debut in 29 with Blood and born most of these actresses that they list except for like Kira Knightley on my radar is not like a holy sh- it's not like oh my god Lindsay Lohan is Batgirl like it's not to me that name that every household person knows yeah that's why to me I'm like I look at this list and I go all right might be good the interesting one to me was Kira Knightley that because is like, interesting what it like really what has she been in that hasn't been Pirates of the Caribbean, you know what I'm saying? Like you I she's been in things other than yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, but really that's what we know her for is yeah, she was in um Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice back in the day. She was in the Intimidation game um from 2014, but really it's you know Kira Knightley from Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Do you have any actress off your head that if they didn't go with wig that you would say, yeah, I'd look at this person to play Cheetah. You know, I wish I knew more about Cheetah. Otherwise, maybe I would. I'll, I'll tell you this. This is yeah. all. This is the basis that you go on. This is what I want. Okay. I want someone who can play a villainous role, has a comedic side that can throw um, back and forth with our hero. And basically, that's all I'm looking for. Someone who can play a villainous role. And have that comedy side. Yeah, that's what, and that's what it's hard for me to figure and you know, out. And, and you know what that hits? Aspects. 
hits a lot of people. It does. It hits a lot of actresses in the biz. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of who, like, someone... I'm trying to think of someone who can do both those roles. Mm-hmm. But the, it's hard to figure out someone that I... And the interesting thing about it for me mm-hmm. is, like, Batgirl or Poison Ivy or Catwoman. I don't know if it's because... And, of course, I name all Batman um, villains of and you do. females. But... <laughs> Maybe it's because those are more not. I don't want to say household names. Um, maybe because we're more familiar to those roles. I think, yeah, we are. Are we really not as familiar? And I'm talking we as like the general, unless you're like a huge Wonder Woman fan. Um, as a public, are we really familiar with Cheetah enough to be like that's who should play her? Yeah. Or, unless it's like a like how I feel how this is gonna go. I assume Christian Wig is going to take the job because if the director strongly suggests, suggests usually it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But here's where I'm sitting right now. If she takes the part, I'm not going to be excited about it. Well, it, that sounds really bad. I'm not going to be excited about it because I be, I'm going to be nervous. Yes. I'm going to be nervous because I'm going to have questions about it. However... It's kind of a Jeff Johns situation for me. In Patty Jenkins, I trust. Yes. Patty Jenkins did an amazing job with the Wonder Woman movie. Who like With her track record so far with Wonder Woman, who am I to say, nope, Patty Jenkins is wrong? Like, And that's the war that happens in me, where I'm like, I don't agree with this choice. Yeah, but Patty Jenkins has proven that she... Knows can make the right choices. Yeah. Knows what she's doing. Yeah. Hey, Ricky, sit down. That's why you're not making all the money that Patty Jenkins is exactly. making. You I sit mean, your ass down. Like let, said, me, let me direct the movie. I think I said this earlier. I can see potential, mm-hmm. but again, I, I like. I know she does the timid comedic stuff, but I've never seen Except her like. Except for like Despicable Me. She wasn't timid, but, but she she's was, behind like. It was a voice. It was a it voice. Wasn't, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So like, maybe she can. But I mean, I, I also didn't see this despicable, mm-hmm. despicable Me Three. Yeah, and so. also, who are we to? How many times have we said like, man, that actress and that actor ain't going to be able to play this role? And then you walk out of the movie going, I was pleasantly surprised. Yes, I was pleasantly surprised by that guy. Well, I uh, for a long time I never doubted Marvel because it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, first actor they pick hit nail on the head. Yeah, with Iron Man and Robert Downey. Yes. Did you ever question a Marvel casting? I don't think I have. Or have you ever had one to where it's like, well, I don't really agree with that, but in Marvel I trust. Um, for the most part, the only one that it took them, and I'll admit it took them a while to mm-hmm. get it, is be is uh, Bruce Banner. Yes. When they like Edward Norton, they did Edward Norton. I'm like, he does not hit me as Bruce Banner. Yeah. But as soon as they like, okay, we're going Mark Ruffalo. I'm like, okay, that's did Bruce Ru- Banner. Did Ruffalo hit you his banner right away though? Yes. When we got him in that cut scene of the him in the chair talking to Tony, that was the first time we saw Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, wasn't it? No, first time we saw Ruffalo as Bruce Banner is uh, the Avengers. No, wasn't it the after credits? What after it? credit scene was from Iron Man three when he's talking to him in a ch- sitting in a chair. And that was after the Avengers? That, that was after the Avengers. Iron Man 3 came after That's the Avengers. That's right. Yes. Iron Man 3 started phase two. And yes. that was after the Avengers. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah. They First all, time we got it. They're all like, running you know together he put, he put it. He put it together right, and mm-hmm. he, like, he acted sort of timid, but, like, mm-hmm. he's like, at the point where it's like, oh, okay, I can kind of control and, like, mm-hmm. get Hulk to come out, but I'm not very good at controlling it. 
Mm-hmm. So he had that like conflict going on, and I liked it. I think he did a great job. Yeah, and I mean, I'm trying to think back with the. I mean, it's that, and we had Eric t- Bana like, as well. Yeah, we did it, but that's not MCU. <laughs> that wasn't MCU. Uh, I'm trying to think even like, and DC has, I think another thing that plays into it. Yeah. They have so many times where it's like, why did you cast him? Why did you cast this person as that, like, the one that we love to harp on? The Joker. Yes. Why did you cast Jared Leto as the Joker? Like, going into it, that was a time where we were like, ah, well, let's see what happens. It's Jared Leto. Maybe he does a good job. Mm -hmm. Then we saw the movie and go, "Uh, why did we do, like, why why did we do that? Why did we do that? Why did you let him take those liberties? Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh, boycott Wonder Woman 2. Or no, like definitely that, not. And that mad if Christian Wig gets the role. But it's like, it's one of those things where I just look at it and Where go. he's going to be nervous. I'm going to be very nervous. Like, come on. DC has not. I, I was not nervous after Wonder Woman. And what do they immediately do? Make me nervous. It's like, come on. You you just won me over. And then Justice League. Why do you got to make me nervous again? And I mean. This is a DC problem. Like, they got to fix their shit. And like I was saying in the last segment, does the prediction that I like I heard with Greg Miller of they stop doing DCU movies, I don't know. Maybe they do. Any final thoughts on no. Wonder Woman 2 and Cheetah? I just hope that uh, they do a good job and I will have to do my homework to see. Cause yeah, I got to be talking about Cheetah quite a bit when as this movie ramps up. Yeah, well, only because I want to know. I got to figure out. Like we know with Tony Stark, Captain America, we know their personality. We know Batman's personality. I want to know Chia's personality in order to know who to pick for her. Because we're going to get this, and really, we're getting this movie in 2019. Yes. And right now, the only people on the IMDb page is obviously Gal Gadot and Christian Wig, rumored to be Cheetah. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below of the rumor that Christian Wig will be our cheetah for Wonder Woman 2. And if you don't agree with her being Wonder Woman, let us know a name that you would throw out for Cheetah. Because yes. like I said, this was one where it was very usually if it's a part, I can give you at least one actor mm-hmm. or actress in this case that I would want to see in the part. However, the thing that I'm kind of weary about is just, uh, you know, I don't have that person. And it kind of makes me a little, what's the word I'm looking for? A little hesitant because like I said, usually I have that. However, Johnny, I know this is going to be after the fact, but I want to get your prediction. This is going to be way after the fact Mm -hmm. for blog talk radio is going to hear it the day after YouTube's going to hear it almost a week after Rapid fire. I'm asking you one question. You're giving me your prediction. Okay. Who's going to win best picture tonight? Is it going to be Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, or Three Billboards Outside Ebbington or Ebbing, Missouri? I'm going to throw out Dunkirk. Dunkirk. I'm going to go Get Out. Okay. I'm going to go Shocker Horror Film winning best picture this year. At the Oscars. Thank you guys for checking this out. The little housekeeping here at the end. Number one, patreon.com backslash most valid podcast. That's where you go and support the channel. 
Also, you can click that store link, get that MVP t-shirt that you see me wearing right now for you guys on this podcast. I am sorry, audio listeners, still an awesome shirt. You can go check it out. Also, also go and give us a five-star rating on iTunes and Apple Podcast as my body decided to, hey, Ricky, we're going to have some air come up your throat as you try to talk. <laughs> so that's Extra where air. that happened. So five-star rating on iTunes and Apple Podcast. And last but not least, go ahead and bookmark Most Valuable Podcast. That's where you're going to get everything for MVP each and every day. want to thank you guys for watching on YouTube. want to thank you guys for listening to us on podcast services around the world. But as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.